Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Let me tell you. These doggone birds are hollering outside of my window. I don't know what's going on, but they're hollering. I know y'all had a good week last week, because I did, especially with that new moon, baby. Did it drive me a little bit? Yes. Was I doing some work, though? Yes. Am I already seeing the energy shift in reference to the work that I did? Yes. Uh, I got a lot of feedback from last week's episode. Um, y'all are really vibing with this and not for anything. Um, we've gotten a lot of new listeners, a lot of new subscribers on the podcast, and I am so thankful and so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the analytics, the stats, the, the numbers, the girly, they're, they're girlying, um, I even got like an email from Spotify. So thank you everybody that has been listening, sharing, um, supporting. I am so thankful and so, so grateful. So this week, um, this week we're going to get into it. We're not going to do the May overview quite yet. Um, myself and Saturnian soul, the planner will still go out. So we're not, excuse me, not May overview, June overview. Myself and uh, Saturnian Soul are both heading out for the summer, so we missed each other by a few days, so we were unable to do the June overview. However, the planner will still be out on Wednesday or Thursday for you guys to start preparing for June. Uh, I do have a special guest, though, that will be on next week ellipses uh for the june overview they have been on the podcast before and i know that you guys will love it (laughs) um also if we do record that june overview episode um there there's not going to be an episode for a few weeks and that is me honoring myself tremendously transformation, honoring my self-care, honoring the boundaries that I am setting when it comes to taking time for myself. So this may be the last episode for a few weeks, uh, and this will allow you guys to catch up on all of the other episodes if you'd like. Um, I'll still be in the server. I won't be streaming. Um, I won't be posting, but I will still be in the server. So if you guys didn't know, I do have a discord server. Make sure you join it. Um, I'll still be in that joker. Uh, this week is juicy. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet. We're going to pop pussy, pop dick, pop balls, pop them days, 
all over. Uh, but we're going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, not too much is happening this week. This week is mainly about preparing for what is to come because June gulp. I hope you guys heard me swallow. That's what she said. Um, June is, uh, it's going to be a good one. And we'll talk about that in the June overview. Um, also during this new moon, I almost set my eyebrows on fire and my hair. Um, y'all know I love playing with fire, but fire almost tried to play with me. (laughs) I had to be careful. Um, but yeah, my week was good overall. This week, um, of course, we'll be talking, we'll get into the transits of this week, transit aspects of this week. Our crystal this week is going to be Prionite, the the stone of healers. Um, We will wrap up, we will wrap up the month of May when we talk about self-transformation and shadow work. And then I haven't picked, I keep not picking a card. Maybe we'll do like a little spread at the end. We'll do a little, you know, what you need to hear if you're listening to this podcast spread. Um, I think that sounds cute. That sounds cute. Uh, So sit down, relax. If you're driving, relax. But, you know, still drive your car. Because a lot of people are like, bitch, you be telling me to close my eyes and drink wine. But I'm driving my car and I'm like, damn, take what resonates. Just (laughs) take what resonates. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this week on the Astro Tip, it's really chill. We saw the sun enter into Gemini yesterday um, on the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we saw the sun enter in Gemini. So it is officially, officially, mm-hmm. It is officially Gemini season. Um, And, you know, I always say this. If you're immature, just say that. If you can't handle a Gemini, just say that. Um, They get such a bad rap. But we won't even get into that this week. Um, So I only have five major transits this week. Again, cross-reference it with your natal chart. Again, I'm not about to put all of the the major transits and aspects up here every week we would be this podcast episode would be fucking three hours long every week i'm not doing that i'm doing the ones that i feel and that i'm drawn to tell you guys when it comes to the collective when it comes to everybody that is listening to this podcast that will affect the majority of folks okay (laughs) so the first one is actually taking place today and i even talked about this in the server this morning but we have the sun in gemini sextiling mars in leo um, so when the sun um, in Gemini sextiles Mars in Leo, there is a harmonious aspect between the energies in the two planets. Um, we know that the sun represents and identifies um, our ego or even our identity, um, while Mars represents our drive, energy, passion. The sextile, I got some feedback. Y'all are like, I don't even know what the sextile, I don't know what that means. I don't know what these mean. And I'm like, okay, let me start telling y'all what the fuck these mean. So um, a sextile aspect indicates a support 
um, and flowing energy between planets, okay? And it creates opportunity and action and progress. So when we hear sextile, I always like to explain it. It's like meeting up with a cousin that you haven't seen in a long time at a family function. And you're like, what's up, homie? Like, that's what a sextile reminds me of. It's like, we don't we don't meet up too often. But when we do, it's lit as fuck, okay? <laughs> um Gemini is the air sign that is associated with communication, curiosity, and adaptability, whereas Leo is that fire sign that's associated with creativity, leadership, and self-expression. Um, this is going to encourage us to take risks and pursue our passions and explore new ideas. We could even feel more confident and energized to pursue our goals and express ourselves uh, in a more creative way. Um, we could also feel, you know, cause we, we don't fuck with people, but sometimes every now and again, we fuck with people. Um, if you're one of my people, you know what we mean by that. Like, I really don't fuck with people, but you know, I'm out here healing. Yeah. <laughs> so we could, we, we could see, um, or have this feeling, I guess you could say, um, for a need of social interactions or communicating or being more willing to take on challenges that assert ourselves a new way or put our, ourselves in positions that we haven't been put in before. Um, but it is important that we balance our enthusiasm and ambition. Okay. And do this with practicality and caution because sometimes when we see the sun in Gemini, it, it can give us like a loss of focus. We could be kind of air airy in the head, right? Um, a little a ditzy. I'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> and, um, Mars and Leo can have us being impulsive and aggressive. So staying grounded and focused in on your priorities is going to help you further amplify, um, this energy exchange. Okay. Um, but it, it's, it's a great time to tap in and this energy is going to last for a little bit. Like don't get too crazy, but it's going to last a little bit. Okay. Um, so tomorrow now this big baby, this one right here, um, we have Mars in Leo, which squares Jupiter and Taurus. We already talked about what Mars in Leo is. Okay. Um, we know that Jupiter represents expansion, growth, abundance. When we see a square aspect, this indicates tension. How do we remember that? Square up, ho. <laughs> People are like, how do you remember all of these things? And I'm like, because I put them in real life situations. Like when we see a square, it's like, you ready to square up, bitch? Right? And also like, maybe that's where they got it from. Like square the fuck up, ho. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but it's going to indicate tension between, um, between the energies and conflict and could, we could even see potential setbacks. This is why I'm saying, especially with that sextile, this is why I felt it was important with that sextile. We have to remain grounded. We have to remain grounded. <laughs> um, Leo, we talked about Leo, the fire sign again, 
creativity, self-expression, leadership. We have this very grounding earth sign of Taurus, which is stability, security, even, um, even structure. Not this fucking hawk sitting at the top of the tree looking at me. I'm gonna keep going now. <laughs> um, together, um, we could see these energies that will want us to attain this material success or even um, more of financial security and the need for recognition and appreciation, right? So you're going to be like, damn, that bitch didn't say thank you, but like pipe down. It's not that serious. Um, you're going to want to put yourself in, assert yourself uh, where you don't need to assert yourself. You're, you're going to be overconfident where you could even see... Um, you being overly dominant in a situation. Um, you could, this could also bring up frustrations, um, by limitations or setbacks because of the conflict that is taking place. We're, we're going to have this power struggle, right? Um, with authorities, or if you are an authoritative figure, like you're going to see people really testing your G a little bit, but also you need to step back as well because like you don't need to test their G either. Okay. Um, to make the most of this aspect, which was really important that I thought I put this in here. Um, uh, remember to be, to be realistic with our ambitions and the drive and make sure that you are patient and practical. Okay. Um, you, you need to adjust accordingly. You need to adjust your approach accordingly. Just because you're a fax machine sending a fax, don't get mad that the cell phone didn't receive it. Bitch, you're trying to send them a fax. So avoid being overly aggressive and overly confrontational because some of, and be mindful of your ego. Like, don't let your ego get you fucked up. Like, this square could potentially have you fucked up on the, on the 23rd, okay? So then we see uh, the next one. We see Venus in Cancer that's going to square Chiron in Aries, okay? Now this one. <laughs> um, this is a challenging aspect, between these energies. Venus is our relationships, our values, um, our pleasures, even our finances. She doesn't get enough credit for her finances where Chiron represents our wounds, healing, our transformation, right? We know uh, Chiron or Chiron, however you say it, as the wounded warrior. So again, with the square, square up, we're going to see conflicts around our insecurities, around our emotions, around past traumas and pain. Okay. Cancer, the water sign again, cancer is in Venus. This is why I told y'all we're going to be some biggity bitches for a little bit, um, is associated with our emotions and nurturing and even family. And then, um, Aries, the fire sign again, associated with passion, um, our independence uh, so we, we could feel this tension between the need of emotional connection and our security or our desires for the independence and self-expression. Okay. 
Um, you may feel vulnerable. You may feel uh, as if you are backed into the corner. You could see yourself being triggered more. Um, somebody could be like, oh my God, I like your shoes. And you're like, what the fuck do you mean you like my shoes? I remember when I was a kid and somebody said they like my shoes and they freaking threw dirt on them and now I'm fucking triggered. Don't fucking tell me I like my shoes. You'll be oversensitive like that, okay? Um, how do we use this to the best of our ability? Address the trigger. Why did I just get triggered by that? Is this something that I still need to go back and heal? Remember, we can't necessarily heal the trauma. We heal the trigger. We heal the response to the trauma. Okay. And maybe this is, that's a cue to explore that emotional wound. This is a cue to seek support or guidance from a professional friend, loved one, whoever, however that looks to you when it comes to this trigger that is being brought to the, to the front burner. Okay, don't become uh, confrontational. Don't become offensive. Um, it, it's not it, it's not going to help anything. Okay, um, so then at, right after that, and this is why I'm saying it's like this week is going to be a fucking roller coaster if we are not knowing or utilizing the energy in the correct way. Okay. This is why I do this for y'all. Because I don't want y'all out here looking like bald-headed fucking chickens. If you have never seen a bald-headed chicken, Google it. Go-go duck it. Duck-duck-go it. Whoever. Okay? This is why I do this every week. So y'all don't look like bald-headed chickens out here. (laughs) So then... And this is what I'm saying. So right after... Two days after this, this is why it's important for you to stay grounded and you remain in your authenticity even through the struggles because this week is testing and challenging and making sure that you you said you were about that shit. Well, let's really see if you're about that shit. Okay. We have Venus in Cancer, Sextile Uranus in Taurus. Okay. Remember, Sextile is like, yo, what's up, homie? <laughs> Uranus represents innovation, change, liberation. This is just on the forefront. It represents more. But I wanted to emphasize on this when we're talking about this. um, We're talking about this transit. Okay. Together, these energies create a desire for emotional connection and financial security and stability. Okay. We may need to keep these separate. Do as you want. A lot of us could be like, let me go get my sugar daddy. Let me use this person for my financial gain because we have this emotional connection. We could see ourselves manipulating loved ones when it comes to financial security. If you have not allowed yourself to ground, that's on the that's on one side of this coin. On the other side of this coin, you will feel an immense amount of creative energy within your relationship to explore and express different ways to gain together financial security. And we could even see ourselves having a little bit more sex, right? 25th, 26th, 27th, right? the 
the, the girl, she's meow meowing, you know. She, anyway. <laughs> um, but at the same time, because we have Uranus sitting here, um, and then we have that previous sex hour, or the, excuse me, that previous square where the energy will still be present. Um, we'll also have this desire of freedom and independence. Okay. And you're willing to take the risk. You're willing to risk it for the biscuit. This is where we can see us manipulating love and our loved ones when it comes to financial security. So we have to be careful with this. Okay. Make sure that during this transit that you are open to new ideas and opportunities, but you have to be grounded. Adjustments will be required. Be willing to take risks, not manipulative risks, but calculated risks. And you can do this with your loved one. Don't be impulsive. Don't be reckless. This transit, if we use it in the right way, we use the energy to our advantage. It will be very liberating. It will allow us to see who is misusing, abusing our energy emotionally. This will enrich our lives and our connections, bringing us new experiences. Okay. This is why I only did a few of them this week. Like, it's like, this is why when I was doing the overview, I was like, the last week, it's like whatever, but like, you can't fuck it up. (laughs) Um, So then to end the week, this is probably one of my favorite transits because (laughs) it's the day that I get to the beach with my family and I'm like, this is fucking on par. Like, this is fucking on par. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, this is going to be juicy. But since I know, I'm going to mind my fucking business and just drink my drink by the pool. So on the 28th, the sun in Gemini is going to square off with Saturn and Pisces. Remember, we have the square. Square up. We know what the sun represents. We have Saturn, which represents responsibility, discipline, and limitations. This will bring forth obstacles or delays. Um, So if you're traveling this day, expect people to be running late. Expect people not to be having all their shit together. Expect if you're checking into a hotel, something to go wrong at the hotel, whatever the case may be. If you're checking into your Airbnb, if you, you you know, you're supposed to be somewhere, have something, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to feel it and you're going to know, but you can't react. You just have to sit back and let it go. There's nothing else you can do. The stars are literally causing the chaos for you. And you have to be grounded in your energy. Okay? And the reason why I'm saying this is because we're also going to see tension between that need for the intellectual stimulation while we're going through it and our desires for that emotional connection or that spiritual fulfillment or just that instant gratification. We could feel a lot of frustration when it comes to achieving our goal or achieving what is in front of us. Okay. When I'm, when I was doing this, um, 
somebody was like, oh, so I shouldn't be doing a puzzle on the 28th. And I was like, that's exactly correct. You'll be missing a puzzle piece. You'll be doing all of the outside pieces and then realize that shit, I still have fucking 50 pieces in this box that I didn't even notice. Okay. Be mindful of how you're communicating. Avoid becoming defensive and confrontational. That's been a word of the week of offended or defensive, excuse me, and confrontational. Okay. This, this is going, this aspect is going to really test your determination, your resilience, your patience. Be patient relax just go with the go with the go with the feels but don't react to them okay just continue to readjust realign and navigate toward your intended outcome on that day all in all this week is uh pretty pussy popping um ball popping them they popping um you know choose what fits <laughs> choose what fits um all in all my advice to get you through this week um true autonomy comes from going your own way instead of trying to win the war my top astrological event this week would definitely be the mars and leo squaring jupiter and taurus um Disputes lingering from last week could erupt into major, uh, some major shit. Keep your firewall enabled. Okay. All in all, great week. Uh, don't, don't let, don't let these planets get you fucked up. We know now. We know now. This week's crystal is Prionite. It's one of my favorite crystals. Um, it is the crystal of healers, right? It's the, it heals the healers. So uh, it's great for your heart and solar plexus. So <laughs> I say it like that. It's great for your heart and solar plexus chakra. Some properties are intuition, stress relief, uh, inner peace, atonement with higher realms, communication with higher realms, communication with guides, peace of mind, channeling and grounding higher vibrations, interdimensional communication, and then connection with nature. Um, the planets it represents are Venus and Earth, Zodiac, Libra, Capricorn. It is of the elements water and Earth. Um, the colors are green, dark green, Venetian green, light green, white, clear. On the hardness scale, it is from a six to a seven. Um, um, I'll say that toward the end. I'll say that toward the end when we talk about what we compare it with. One, one, one. Uh, Prionite is a calcium aluminum silicate mineral that crystallizes um, oh, that crystallizes in the form of masses, uh, global, global, or glo oh, globular formations, <laughs> bot, redockle, and stalactitic darners. 
Rarely is prionite seen in crystal form. When it is, they are usually very tiny prismatic crystals. Uh, Prionite's colors, as I just said, go from light green, light yellow, green, dark green, and we can even see them colorless at times. Uh, The mineral was first discovered in 1788 by A.G. Warner. Warner named it after the Dutch military colonel Hendrik. You know, I never understood that. Like, colonel, like, why do we say colonel and it's like colonel? C-O-L-O-N-E-L. But we're like, colonel. Anyway, like Colonel Sanders. Colonel Hendrik von Pre, who was charged, no, who was in charge of the reign where this mineral was found. Since then, Prionite has been found in China, Scotland, Australia, the United States, and New Zealand. In 2000, an extremely rare pocket of orange prionite was discovered in a mine in South Africa. By 2022, excuse me, that's not what this thing said. By 22, no, 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 no. By 2002. My brain just, my brain just went somewhere. By 2022, no. By 2002, the vein was completely exhausted of prionite and has yet to be found again. I have heard stories about orange prionite and, um, I, if you Google it, let me duck, duck, go it. It's like no pictures come up. Like it's always just a few pictures and um, it's hella, hella, hella expensive for one gram. Now, all of my mathematicians out there, we know how much a gram, (laughs) we know how much a gram (laughs) weighs and costs. Okay. So for one gram of orange prionite, it ranges from 26 to $31. And that was as of summer 2022. Okay. Um, she's a little expensive. Uh, Prionite is one of the very few stones in the mineral kingdom that links our heart directly to our solar plexus. This is one reason why I love it. And this is one reason why I believe it is the heat, the the stone of healers um this um that means that one's heart is now directly attached to one's personal will our personal will is responsible for pushing us forward to take to take action each day it's the driving force behind each one of our needs to move forward when it comes to chasing our goals and desires this is one of the main reasons why i chose this crystal for this week because we with the challenges astrologically energetically when we're talking about the self-transformation that we've been doing all month it's like okay we need to they need to link up they need to have uh they need to have a good old time and prionite is one of those crystals that does that as i just mentioned um 
by one's heart being directly in touch with their personal will, our dreams, our purest dreams become a priority. Instead of leading each day with our distracted, with our distracted and confused minds, Preonite helps us lead with our hearts. Our heart knows what we truly want to do in this world and how to find happiness. Simply letting, um, simply letting one of your most vital organs lead you along this journey of life will help you better understand both yourself and what you truly want in this world. Um, it, this is also a great manifesting stone. If you didn't know that, now you do. I know when I'm doing some real, real, real deep manifesting work, I like mixing preonite and selenite. When I'm doing some grounding, excuse me, citrine. When I'm doing some really grounding work, I like mixing um, preonite with tiger's eye. That might be a little bit much for some of us, okay? Um, when we mix tiger's eye and we amplify, I know y'all hear me trying to get through this damn page. When we mix tiger's eye, with um any crystal that's going to be hitting those next up chakras it, it's going to further amplify so that combination might be a little bit thick if that's too thick for you then just do some hematite okay um it also helps raise your vibrations um preonite is commonly found intergrown with epido Okay, both of these stones offer a high vibrational energy that channels directly to one's heart space. This mineral will help jumpstart one's heart and fill it with endless rays of love and compassion. Be aware that epido is a natural enhancer, good or bad. Okay. It will strengthen any emotions we may have at that moment. We suggest, or I suggest, I'm reading this, um, placing the stone to the side if you're having a stressful day, okay? Um, I love, love, love me some preonite. I have some great pieces of preonite. Um, it almost even looks like, you know what it kind of looks like? Um, it looks like a green terminated quartz. But it's not a green terminated quartz. That's just what it looks like. But that is preonite. Um, I had a preonite ring. And I did some work with it. And preonite will tell you when it is done with you. And that this is one of the crystals. Because we know if a crystal breaks or we lose it, it's done. We don't, we, we're not, we don't need that energy. It's done its work. We give it back to the earth. Preonite is one of those crystals for me that like as soon as i'm done using it like it, it instantly breaks I, I remember i had a ring and as soon as i was done like the whole damn thing fell to shambles um so preonite is also one of those types of crystals that it, it'll tell you it'll be like give me give me the fuck back also i was thinking like because i be you know when i'm done using a crystal or it breaks or that you know the energy is done and like i can't charge it or anything like that and like you know, I, I give it to the earth. I put it at a tree. I, I dig a hole for it or I throw it, throw it in the ocean. But I always wonder, like, do crystals, I, this is a Marley question. Um, do crystals like continue to grow? Like if I dug a hole, like in a few years, if I went back and like dug it up, would it be bigger? 
I don't know. <laughs> um, also, shameless plug, make sure you head over to Crystal Pisces Studios dot com for all your crystals needs my girl has buy two get one free tumble tuesdays and she goes live on thursdays on instagram to do your crystal auction last week i got a lot of bracelets she got some new bracelets in great quality great energy great all-around soul celestial everything um it will be linked in the description box So for the last few weeks, we started off the month knowing that we were going to talk about shadow work and self-transformation. So for the last few weeks, that's what we've been talking about. Um, And today we're going to wrap up this month um, kind of with an overview. It's been a month long exploration of self-transformation, of shadow work, of doing the deep personal growth or at least starting it uh, and allowing ourselves to feel empowered and be empowered with the decisions that we are making when it comes to be becoming or aligning with the best version of ourselves. Um, remember um, well, the first episode, right? We kind of talked about with Saturnian soul. Um, we talked about shadow work, what that looked like, what it felt like, how it feels to embrace those unseen aspects of ourself. We also explored um, the importance of self-acceptance and integrating it in our shadow work practices so we can achieve this feeling of wholeness or we, we can start seeing and feeling the triggers that we do need to work on um, and, and being honest and open and vulnerable with ourself. Okay. Um, the second week we focused in on the power of intentions and goal setting and how to align our intentions with our actions um, so we can further propel uh, when it comes to transformation. Um, Navigating the change, um, navigating the change. Um, We even talked about strategies, how to adopt these in our life changes, right? Like we don't go on diets, we go on live it lifestyle changes um and how we can bounce back faster and how we can foster our personal growth and amplify it even more right i want you to know this might sound like i'm rambling a little bit because i didn't write notes for this segment i was like we're just gonna go over everything we talked about so i didn't write any notes so bear with me i'll just ramble for a little bit um And then we talked about uh, common struggles, right? And opportunities. Um, And how everybody, everybody's going through their own shit when we're talking about transforming and becoming the best version of ourself, right? And I'm not talking about the aesthetic healing. I'm not talking about the healing just to be in the know because we have FOMO. Like I'm talking about those who are really healing and really putting in this work and really aligning, okay? And uh, the struggles that often present struggles often present unique opportunities for growth and empowerment right like we even talked about how vulnerability is a strength and how it is sexy when 
you know, everybody was like, oh, that's a weakness. Like, that's a, you know, that's that shouldn't be empowering. Well, no, nah, man, that shit's sexy as fuck. Uh, one of the big things that we talked about was that bitch fear. Not that bitch fear. We love her. We have to have the neutrality, right? Um, but it's a common struggle. Like, whether we fear that we won't be able to do it, whether we fear that it is um, out of our reach to attain, um but but we even talked about fear and how it plays its part in self-transformation and in order to step out of our comfort zone and embrace the unknown and begin to transform we have we have to square the fuck up with fear okay we then talked about self-doubt and our limiting beliefs that hinder our growth limit of beliefs that we either were taught or that we have mm, adapted okay we talked about the techniques and different uh different techniques to come to overcome excuse me those doubts and challenges to help us unlock unblock when it comes to our full potential um we then talked about the resistance. We then talked about the resistance. How are you approaching the resistance to transform? Remember, we yes, we acknowledge, but we also replace. We can't just acknowledge or be like, go the fuck away, like intrusive thought. No, that's no. We have to replace it. Okay. And it can be difficult to release those old patterns, especially when we're talking about relationships, identities, those who no longer serve us. That's one of the hardest things, right? Especially when it comes to aligning ourselves, being able to release what no longer serves us, no matter how long they, them, that has been in your life. It does not serve you anymore, bitch. Let it go. That's how we create the space for new possibilities. That's how we create this space for ourselves to fill during our transformation. Okay. I also wanted to put, and this kind of goes into, you know, this, this goes into me as well. Like I can resonate with this. Like when, when I tell you guys, I'm giving you, I'm giving you guys these topics. I'm giving you these questions. If you're in the server, the mentorship, like when I give you these prompts, I give you these questions. I give you these things when I'm like, just to think about it. Right. I, I want you to know that like, I'm also doing that work. I'm also doing that work. Right. I'm open-minded enough to know when I'm being close-minded. Right? A powerful insight is the importance of self-compassion. It requires kindness and understanding. It helps you better navigate the ups and downs because we're not just going to sit here. You'd be fucking... Look respectfully with a little bit of disrespect you would be fucking insane if you thought there was no downs and only ups on this journey that's not how we grow that's not how we heal that's not how we transform we have to appreciate the ups 
just as the downs, excuse me, just as much as we appreciate the ups. So self-awareness is so significant. Understanding our strengths, our weaknesses and triggers allows us to make intentional choices that align us with the transformational goals. Oh, calm down, Kristen. <laughs> We also talked about being vulnerable enough to know that we need help, to ask for help. Right? A community cannot support you if you don't know that you need support. Community, support professionally from somebody that you love, a friend, a backdoor friend, a front door friend, it doesn't matter. Surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who will uplift you and encourage you is crucial. It's crucial. We also have to be willing to celebrate our success, to celebrate our progress. Yes, it may not be where you want to be long-term, but every step is a step. Even if it's a step backward. Thank you, universe, for showing me that I needed to realign. And now I will align so I can continue to move forward. Something that people... people one of my um, mentees is always like, damn, I woke up late again. I'm so disappointed. And I'm like, bitch, you woke up. You woke up. How do you know, right? Butterfly effect. How do you know that you waking up late didn't save you from something that was not aligned with you? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No matter how small how big, whatever. Each step brings us closer to becoming the best version of ourselves. And you have to acknowledge the courage and commitment that you have been taking on this journey. Okay? You, ha you have to. This doesn't, why would you not want to? All in all, uh, when we're talking about self-transformation and shadow work, honesty, authenticity, right? Compassion, awareness. These are all things that are going to better align us. These are all things that are going to better align us. Not just that. You don't want the burnout. Like, do you really want the burnout? I know I don't. I I recently did a shadow session with myself. I used to burn myself out. Constantly. I burn myself out. But I attained my goal. But I, but I got what I wanted. 
but I didn't get to enjoy the ride and I didn't even get to enjoy the thing that I wanted because as soon as I achieved that, it was on to the next one. Being self-aware helps you avoid the burnout, right? If you say you're going to work for five hours and then you end up working for seven or eight hours and you're fucking exhausted at the end of the night, but you still only got five hours worth of work done in eight hours, who the fuck is burnt out? Who is burnt out? Transformation is a slow process, but it's, it has to be a steady process. And it, and slow is a perspective word. Slow for you could be a week. But are you being honest with yourself? Are you being aware? That's all I really have <laughs> to wrap up. I think sometimes we just get so caught in um, the wheels in our checklist mentality that we don't forget to take a beat. And this is why I, I know I always say this. I'll be like, oh, I'm going on vacation. You guys won't see me, but I'll still go in the corner and stream live every day or accept appointments. But this time around, I was like, absolutely not. I'm transforming. How do I expect to be a better version of myself when I'm out here telling all these people to do this shit and I'm not even doing it myself? The actual stuff that I need to do, I'm not doing myself. When it comes to putting myself first, I'm not doing it myself. Right? So that's why this time around, like, y'all will not see me. There's a select few um, that will see or hear from which bitch to row. They know who they are. Mainly my mentor, my mentees, right? I have a mentorship program. And I've already communicated to them. Like, I ain't going to see, I'm not going to talk to you every day. I'm not going to talk to you every other day. I'm not going to talk to you once a week. Like we typically do. Right? Like, I'll get to you when I can. And they understand because we're on this journey together. And those are the people that you need to align with. Those who support you on your journey. But you have to communicate. Like, if y'all think I'm not out here being vulnerable with the people that I'm also help healing, y'all got another thing coming. We learn from each other's experiences. Right? I am as open and honest with the people I work with as I want and hope that they are as open and honest with me. It's about the community. All in all, when it comes to your self-transformation, what needs to take place next? Do you need to align, recenter, or center? I always say recenter when it's actually just center. Like you can't recenter something, it's just center. I need you to center this. Because if it's not centered, then it's not centered. You don't recenter it. I went down a whole ass rabbit hole about how we misuse the word, like the prefix re. Don't get me started. <laughs> Like, you're not supposed to say, oh, I need to re-record. No, you don't use say re-record. Anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> but centering yourself, right? Now I lost my whole fucking thought. I don't know what I was saying. 
But centering, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Centering yourself, aligning yourself, right? Maybe you needed to take a step back so you can get a jump, right? Are you listening to the signs, symbols, synchronicities that the universe is providing you? Are you listening to your body, your intuition to help you align? Are you dismissing those limiting beliefs, self-doubts, fear? Again, we have to acknowledge the fear. We have to acknowledge the self-doubt. We have to acknowledge the limiting beliefs, but then we must replace it. We can't just acknowledge it or be like, mm, no, that's not right. No, we have to replace it. Okay. Keep transforming. Keep embracing. Keep growing into this new version of yourself. It's extraordinary. You have extraordinary potential in your life, with your life, for your life. But you have you you have to you have to get some of these things out of the way. We're gonna do something a little bit different this time around. Um, I, I know, I feel like I just don't give the tarot part an, enough love, right? Like, it's which was tarot. Like, we be fucking with astrology, crystals, um, our spiritual journey, which is all, like, part of it, right? Because we have to be aligned when it comes to us um, reading cards and, you know, reading energy. So, it all goes together, but I feel like I just don't give the tarot aspect enough love so we're gonna do a cute little three card spread enjoy the asmr and let's see what's going on let's see what's going on mm, king of wands queen of discs the temperance card Ooh, this is juicy this is juicy so the king of wands is a card that represents a leadership uh vision fiery energy and we know that the king um the king of wands is confident he's charismatic right um he has and knows his sense of purpose he's a very very strong leader um, he takes bold actions when it comes to pursuing his goals with determination. He even, mm, I would say like he even takes like opportunities into his own hands when it comes to growing and expanding and it, he has the ability to make a positive impact on your life. Right. Then when we talk about the queen of pentacles, like she's all about structure. She's all about stability. She, she embodies like the nurturing aspect of abundance and even practicality. Right. Like some say that she, like her and the queen of wands, they be linking up and they got a fortune 500. <laughs> right. But the queen of pentacles is also a person who is very grounded and reliable. Okay. Um, she's, she's often associated with material well-being. And again, your financial structure, stability. I don't know. Did I say that? Financial structure, stability. I think I did say that. And then we have temperance card. One word, patience, right? <laughs> patience the temperance card represents patience to me again this is to me do what you want with it okay 
Um, but not just that, the temperance card also represents balance because oftentimes we see in the temperance card, um, the angel, right? The white winged angel or the red winged angel, um, pouring from cup to cup. Some say it's the two of cups, right? But I also want you to take into consideration that the temperance card has a lot of other cards wrapped into it. And a lot of people don't take that into consideration when we talk about the temperance card, right? Like we see in the temperance card, there's always one foot on the ground, one foot that is fluid like the star. We see the actual two of cups, right? That unity, that bond. We see the angel of judgment that is in the temperance card. We even see the halo from the um, we even see, excuse me, the halo from the magician in there. I'm looking at this, um, this art depiction. That's a little bit different. Um, we even see the tree of life in the temperance card. That's often in the 10 of pentacles, right? Um, we even see the tower in the temperance card that is not, that has not been broken down. Um, so when we see the temperance card, the reason why we get the word patience and that we need to practice patience, um, and self-control is because we have to remember the duality. We have to remember the balance that we have to be aware of the decisions, right? Emotionally, mentally, physically, emotionally, we see all of the elements in the temperance card. Um, but it also can suggest like in a one card pool, um, for me, it's like, if you get the temperance card, it's not only be patient, but it's also like embracing moderation. Like don't take more than what you need. Like if you're trying to find inner peace or navigate challenges, um, it, it for me, if that's like a one card pool, it's about, you know, just embodying more everything that's going around. Right. Um, the temperance card is also, um, saggy titties. <laughs> the temperance card is also saggy titties. I had like a whole ass brain fart. Um, so when we see the temperance card or the card of patience, it is saggy titties. Okay. I don't know. I've been practicing for so long, but I still feel like me saying that it's not right. I think it is right, but I don't know why I feel like it's not right. It's like my brain has been... Yeah, Sagittarius. Like, I don't know. My brain has been like... Anyway, so when we're, when we're talking about a three card spread, right? For me, this is just for me. Practice how the fuck you want to. I just work here. Okay. I just work here. <laughs> um, so for me, make sure that when you are seeking out this structure, this stability, you need to be patient. You need to be kind. You need to understand the neutrality of the situation but you also need to be very logical and strategical when it comes to the actions that you take you need to be confident in the actions that you take because they're only going to yield they're only going to yield juicier fruit i even have the ten of swords sitting here at the bottom don't fucking sit here and self-sabotage just because you don't think that you are capable of doing it because you're letting your intrusive thoughts win and that's not the fucking case here 
The cards are literally in your favor. But you have to be patient. You can't put a cake in the oven and expect it to be done in the same minute that you put it in the oven. Okay? You have to be patient. It's going to take time. But you also still need to allow yourself to be fluid and be grounded. Okay? Make sure that you are remaining determined. Make sure that you are supporting yourself. Make sure that you are being balanced and you are understanding the duality and you are understanding the neutrality. This is a good three card spread if I don't say so myself. Wow, wow, wow. You guys know I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Until we meet again, remember, I'm not gonna, y'all ain't gonna see episodes for me for a few weeks, okay? Um, y'all are not gonna see a few episodes for me for a few weeks. Make sure you head over to witchbitchhero.com, book you a private session. My books are open until the 24th of May, and they are reduced prices because I know a lot of you guys are trying to get in before I close the books for June. Um, Head over to witchbitchhero.com so you can see everything I have to offer. Also, make sure, make sure you um, subscribe, follow, turn on your notifications so you can get notified when I post a new episode. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed to have an opportunity to exchange with you guys. Um, and until next time, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, I do not sell owls. So stop fucking asking.